Hey there, and welcome to the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. You're in the right place if you're an online coach or service provider and want to learn how you can leverage a podcast to sign more high-ticket clients and attract premium speaking opportunities. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, Podcast Launch Strategist and founder of Too Busy to Podcast, a podcast launch company serving impact-driven women entrepreneurs and coaches. Now let's dive into another episode of this limited series podcast. So we've covered podcast foundations and creating compelling content. And this is now the third and final segment of this limited series podcast, where I'll be covering topics to help you maximize your impact and results. In today's episode, I'm answering your burning question because I know you're thinking it. How long will it take to see results from my podcast? Now, let me start by saying that building a successful podcast is not an overnight process. It's easy to look at big name podcasters like Amy Porterfield and Jenna Kutcher and aspire to be where they're at, but you have to remember they started at zero just like me and just like you. They've grown their podcast to what it is today and they're definitely reaping the the rewards and you can certainly have the same level of success but I want you to recognize that it takes time for a podcast to gain traction, build a community and establish its brand. It takes consistency and it takes a whole lot of effort to see those long-term results. So I want you to release any pressure you might be feeling and have fun in the podcasting journey itself, not just focusing on the outcomes or the results that you want from your podcast. With that being said, does that mean you have to wait years before you see any results? Absolutely not. I have helped online coaches, private private practice therapists, and service providers just like you to create and launch their podcast, and they've seen results within 30 days. Now, before we get into today's content, I want to say this. We are now 15 episodes in. We're on the, we're on the, we're on the stretch and you're still here, which shows me that you're committed. You're committed to learning how you can leverage a podcast to sign more high ticket clients into your programs and receive more speaking invitations. That commitment shows me that you would be a great fit for Amplify, my podcast launch VIP day. In this container, we'll take your podcast vision from idea to publish in just two weeks. We'll work together to develop your overall podcast strategy, create branding that stands out, set up your podcast systems, and most importantly, you'll have someone in your corner cheering you on throughout the launch process. You can find all the details in the show notes and just for tuning in to this podcast, I'm giving you £250 off the current investment. So if you want to partner with a podcast expert with over 30 launches under her belt and see results within 30 days of your launch, click the link in the description below to book your VIP day and snag your £250 off. Okay, here's what I want you to know about how long it takes to see results from your podcast. I've talked about the achievements, my the results my clients have achieved, but something I really want you to know is that having realistic expectations is really, really important when it comes to podcasting. 
I want you to go into this process with your eyes wide open and excited by what is possible, but stay in your lane. (laughs) Will you hit a million downloads in 24 hours? Highly unlikely, especially if you have a small audience. Could you convert at least one person from your podcast into your high ticket offer in the first 30 days of your launch? Absolutely. I've had a client convert a complete stranger from her podcast into her brand new mastermind by episode four. This was a five figure investment and the client paid in full. This happened because we use her podcast launch strategically to support the launch of her mastermind. A second client had the highest sales for her course within two weeks of launching her podcast and she filled all the spots. This was the fourth time she was launching her course, but she said in her own words that the amazing results she receives was down to her podcast and it turned out to be a near six figure launch. I wanted to share with you a few things that these clients had in common. Number one, they were clear, super duper clear on how they wanted their podcast to support their business. They knew, number two, they knew their ideal listener slash client really well, i.e. their messaging was on point. Number three, they had already grown a community on their main social media platform. I really wanted to add that here because I know there's some podcast experts out there, if you follow anyone else on Instagram, who are making claims about their client results but not actually adding what actually they had a thousand engaged followers. Okay. So I'm not necessarily talking about the number of total followers because this, in terms of my past clients, this has varied from 1500 to 8,000 to what 10,000, but it was more about the engagement of their audience with their content. So I'm not saying that you can't start a podcast if you don't have an engaged audience. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just don't want you to compare yourself to others. We all have to start somewhere and your podcast will help you to foster that deeper connection with your audience a lot faster than one social media platform alone. I just really want it to be open and transparent with you that if you do already have an engaged audience, it will help boost your launch results. When you put your podcast out there, it's going to be another way for your existing audience to be able to pour into you and connect with you on a deeper level. And if there are any clients or anyone in your audience that was kind of on the fence or on the periphery of signing up with you, your podcast will push them to make that decision. If you have a smaller audience or maybe they're not as engaged that's okay. It doesn't mean that you need to wait until your engagement is through the roof. That just means that you may not have the same level of results as a client whose audience is super, super engaged and there's like 30 comments per post. Okay. I want to make that really, really clear because that transparency, that honesty is really, really important to me. And then point number four, these clients follow the marketing plan that we I created for their launch. So as part of my VIP day, I create a very bespoke marketing plan for my clients, depending on where they show up. So if they've got an email list, 
I will include emails and when they should go out. If they're on Pinterest, we'll, you know, think about when to factor in when the pins go out. If they're just on Instagram, if they've got a Facebook group, we might come up with prompts. So it really depends on where they show up. Um, and they have each followed that marketing plan to the letter. The thing about my VIP day is it's very structured. It's very much, it's done with you, but it's also done for you. But the aspects where I'm doing it with you, you have everything at your fingertips to just go and run with it. And that's where the marketing plan comes in. I will tell them exactly the day and what they need to do. I give them a whole host of suggestions. They could do all of them. They could do some of them, but they can't not do any of them. (laughs) That's the only thing, right? So I come up with a bunch of things of tasks, activities that they could do between trailer and a week after. So there's like a two week period to just get their audience excited, hyped, how they can promote the podcast to get the best results. And for one of my clients, this marketing plan is how she was able to hit six different charts, including her home country at number 10 with just her trailer alone just her trailer. So none of her episodes had gone live. We launched her trailer as I do for every podcast launch. And within 24 hours, she'd hit five different charts, podcast charts. And then within 36 hours, she hit her home country's chart at number 10. I had never seen anything like it, but that is the power of having a strategy and making the most of that strategy. When you're launching a podcast, it's like any other launch in your business. Like there's a sort of a run up period before the actual launch where you want to get people excited. Of course, with a podcast, there's no pre-sale, so to speak, but that's where you want to leverage your trailer to get people excited, to listen, to subscribe to your show. And I'll be sharing more promotion strategies with you in the next episode. So look out for that. But your marketing strategy for how you are going to get your podcast out there is crucial. Okay, so what are some of the factors that can influence your timeline of seeing results? First off, inconsistency in publishing episodes. A lot of business owners underestimate the importance of this one when they're starting out. It feels so much easier to say, hey, I'll I'll just skip a week. But because they haven't gotten themselves together. But the thing is, once you say it, you can say it easy. First, inconsistency in publishing episodes. A lot of business owners underestimate the importance of this one when they're first starting out. It feels so much easier to say, hey, I'll just skip a week because maybe they've not gotten themselves together or maybe there was an issue with recording. But the thing is, from personal experience, once you say it, the one time, it's so much easier to say it again and again and again. And before you know it, it's three months after your launch and you've probably skipped five, six weeks. This will affect the trust that you were starting to build with your podcast audience. And every time you have to come back after an absence, it's going to feel like you're back at square one. And ultimately, it's going to feel harder to you in terms of growing your audience. So let's not do that. 
Let's stay consistent in publishing our episodes. Number two, you don't talk about your episodes. So we talked about this in, I think it was episode 14, you know, the different strategies that you can use to sell on your podcast. If you don't like the word sell, we can, you know, use the word promote, promote your offers on your podcast. I know selling can feel scary in terms of podcasting. It might be that you're really good at selling on Instagram, but when you move over to the podcast, it just feels weird, but your audience needs the invitation. I want you to see your podcast as your Instagram profile times 10. Like what you did on Instagram, your podcast will amplify that by 10 times. So you don't need to necessarily approach your content in a different way, but just think about how much deeper you can go on a topic on your podcast episodes. Because if you don't talk about your offers, your audience aren't going to know how you can help them beyond the podcast. And there's only so much, right? that you can help them with. You're only scratching the surface in your podcast episodes. So if they don't take the next step to working with you, they're not going to get the transformation and you're not going to get the, you're not going to make the impact that you really want to make. So talking about your offers, making the invitation, weaving in, you know, stories about your clients or personal experience. If you are, if you used to be where they are now, it should be so much easier for you to share your own personal stories that they're able to relate to that relates to your offer. And then you can naturally say, I can help you do X, Y, Z. If you sign up for X, Y, Z, the link in the, the link to book a call or whatever your first step to work with you is, is available in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you on Zoom. It's as easy as that. It doesn't need to be a whole long-winded thing. It's literally connecting your podcast content with your offer and making the invitation. Otherwise, you are going to build up an audience of people who love your content, but take no action. And that, trust me, is annoying as hell (laughs) because you know that you can help your people. You want to help your people. You have a deep desire to help your people. But if they don't take that step forward, you can't help them. But if you don't make the invitation, we would like to think that people will know that, yes, I can help you, but that is not the case. So you want to make the invitation um, and give them a little bit of information about the program that could potentially change their lives and ask them to take that first step with you. So don't be scared to talk about your offers. You're doing them a service. Number three, your content isn't hitting the mark, which means you're going to need to go back and look at your content strategy, your ideal listener profile, and see if there's any gaps that you need to plug. Number four, you don't have a solid promotion strategy for each episode. My favorite saying is, if you don't tell people about your podcast, they won't know about it. So if you promote your podcast only on the day that it comes out, you're not going to grow. Ask me how I know this, because that was me. I would share new episode is live post on my Instagram feed and Facebook. I would reshare it to my stories and that was it. And growth was painfully slow as a result. So really you want to take the time to map out how you're going to 
promote your episodes every week. And something that I have started to learn and start to embrace is that growing on social media isn't necessarily like the end all and be all. It's not like the bee's knees. What I've started to realize is that, yes, you can get the odd few listeners from social media, but really you want to tap into podcast SEO. And that's something that I I don't go too deep into it with my podcast clients, my launch clients, but it's really just educating them around how they they title their podcast episodes in order to get in front of their ideal clients in the podcast apps rather than relying solely on social media. Because number one, not everyone in our audience is going to see our posts as we well know. Um, but when you do carousels or when you do those individual photos, they might not reach a lot of new audiences. And so it's best to kind of leverage the podcasting ecosystem, which is podcast SEO. So in summary, when it comes to how quickly you can see a return on investment from your podcast, there are a lot of different factors involved, but with the right podcast strategy tailored specifically for your business, you could see that first conversion, receive that first speaking invitation within 30 days of your podcast launch, just like my clients did. So your action steps for this episode, number one, make sure you set up your production workflow and recording schedule. We talked about this back in episode seven. This cannot, should not be missed, should not be skipped. Releasing your episodes on an inconsistent basis could impact the trust and engagement you've started to build with your audience and you will lose the momentum you've created from when you launched your show. Create a promotion plan for your podcast. This involves choosing which platforms you're going to promote your podcast on, i.e. should be where your audience hangs out. If they don't hang out on Twitter, do not promote your podcast episodes on Twitter. You also want to decide what promotional formats you're going to use. So are you going to use audiograms, reels, carousels, single graphics? Are you going to go live and do like a part two of your podcast episodes? And when are you going to promote? I recommend at least three times a week for that one episode. And so you can structure it in lots of different ways, but the most popular way could be the day, number one would be the day the episode has been released. And then the day after the episode is released. And then three days after the episode is released. It's totally up to you, but whatever you do, don't just promote your episode once. And then if you need it, take some time to practice how you're going to talk about your offers. So refer back to the strategies that we talked about in episode 13, which one or ones feel good to you choose one and run with it. It always feels awkward for most podcast hosts, but I promise you like with anything, the more you do it, the easier it will feel and the easier it will become. And always remember that selling is serving. As a reminder, if you would like to skip figuring all of this out on your own and work with an expert who has a proven roadmap to creating profitable podcasts for online coaches and service providers, Amplify is for you. You can find all the details in the show notes, and I would be more than happy to jump on a 15-minute call to answer any questions that you have. If you have any questions in relation to this episode or any other episodes, 
in this limited podcast series. You can reach out to me at info at twobusytopodcast.co.uk or send me a DM on Instagram at twobusytopodcast and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited series. Before you go, can I ask you a cheeky favor? If you took away something valuable from this episode, can you share it on Instagram? Just take a screenshot of the episode on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at too busy to podcast. I'll be sure to reshare it and shout you out on my stories too. The more we share, the more we can get this podcast into the ears of more online coaches and service providers just like you who want to leverage the power of podcasting for their business. Until next time.